Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50 percent of their life savings just as they near retirement. It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake in Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you're well and healthy. I hope you're getting ready for warmer temperatures. I know I'm ready for them. And I'm ready for spring and what spring brings. That's right. I'm boned up with my hay fever medicine. That's correct. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Not really, but some of us are plagued by that, aren't we? Well, today, if you're brand new to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show, I want to say welcome to you. It seems like at least once a week, I get an email from one of you to my website, johnsonwim.com, where you say, hey, I just tuned into your radio show, and I thought the things that you were teaching were really neat. I really appreciate that feedback. Some of you end up calling my office and leaving questions or calling in and saying that you want to sit down and meet with me personally. And that also is so very encouraging because this radio show, the commitment that I've made about this radio show is not to sell products. That's what salespeople do. But as a fiduciary, I want to help educate you to hopefully give you more tools than you had before to put in your toolbox so that you can have the retirement of your dreams. I believe every single one of us deserve having a successful, beautiful retirement. And I had a question that was recently posted to me by a gentleman by the name of Mike, who went on to tell me that this whole recent banking crisis has made he and his wife pretty nervous. And he's wondering, you know, what are some alternatives? What should I do with my money in the bank? I have quite a bit. I'm a business owner. And I thought it was a good enough question to be able to commit a radio show to. So the first thing that we want to just identify, because I think it has to be said, is that we are blessed as Americans to be able to have small as well as large banks in our various different communities. And we rely upon those banks. Those banks have relative safety. We know that they are institutions that have been with us for many, many years, and we know the people that work there. But I also feel that there is a lot of people that are feeling a little bit of nervousness as a result of the handful of banks that have now taken and hit the headlines. 
much of the reason why these banks came into difficult times is because of mismanagement. It's not necessarily because of the Federal Reserve, although what the Federal Reserve has been doing with interest rates certainly didn't help them. If these banks would have been better managed, if these banks would have been better diversified, I don't believe that they would have actually made the headlines the way that they did. And, you know, diversification is important for your bank. Making certain that your bank is well managed is a very important component of having a solid foundation in a bank, but also making certain that you are diversified with your money and that you're spreading the risk is also an important component. And that's what we're going to begin with, with Mike. So the first thing that we need to understand is that not all banks are the same. We know that we have many banks. I would say the vast majority of banks in various communities are going to be insured by the FDIC. Now, I don't want to come off sounding like I'm a know-it-all because I'm not. I don't know this topic extremely well. But what I believe that I have learned over the course of my two and a half decades of being a fiduciary and talking to my friends, who some of them are bankers, is the reality that the FDIC allows us the opportunity of having a quarter million dollars worth of insurance on our accounts. But if we want more than just $250,000 of insurance on our accounts, then what we need to do is we need to vary the titling of those accounts in order to then be able to have that insurance. So I'll give you an example. So let's say that you and your wife, Mike, are married. Well, of course, if she's your wife, you are married. But you get my point. There's two of you. Okay. And so, Mike, you have one account that's in your name, and that account has a quarter million dollars in it. Well, theoretically, the FDIC is going to be insuring that bank account for a quarter million. Then let's say that your wife, she has a bank account in her name, and that's a quarter million dollars. That also is going to be insured by the FDIC for a quarter million dollars. And then let's say that you have a third account, and this third account is the joint account. Now you can each have your names on that single account. It's going to be accessible to both of you, and you could have a quarter million dollars in that account and still have 250000 of insurance. So what does that mean? It means that if you have a lot of money that is sitting in the bank, you don't have to go to three different banks. You could, but you don't have to. If you really wanted to, you could simply just vary the titling on the accounts, and that may be very helpful in you feeling a little bit more comfortable keeping more money in a particular bank. Now, with that, one of the things that we've all been enduring over the course of the last, I would say, decade, pretty conservatively, is the fact that for the longest time, it seemed as though banks weren't paying anything. And so today, we're going to be discussing alternatives. I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. We have to keep in mind that there is other banking institutions that are sometimes available in our community. For instance, I don't have one in my hometown, but you might have one in yours, and that's credit unions. Now, the question becomes, is a credit union covered by the FDIC? From the research that I've done, I don't believe that they are. I believe that they have kind of their own shtick going on. And that means that there is a, we'll say, an insuring body or an insuring department, perhaps, or institution. Maybe that's a better terminology to use. 
that's going to be protecting the deposits of the credit union members. And so as a result, this is something where if you're going to be depositing money into a bank, you want to be doing your due diligence. You want to be looking into this to make absolutely sure that your money is actually covered the way that you think that it is. There would be nothing more scary, I can imagine, to a person from a financial standpoint than to all of a sudden catch wind that your bank is closing or that your bank has closed. You didn't know it. You went down and you realized that only a part of your money was actually insured. And you can imagine that that is exactly the experience of so many various investors in the SVB bank. So let's start off. We're going to start at the bottom rung and we're going to look at interest rates solely as varying different interest rates with different institutions. And we're going to try to keep this to a insured or a safe to moderately safe investment risk assessment. So the first thing that we're going to be looking at is I-bonds. Now, if you've been around, unless you've been living under a rock, we know that very early on in 2022, I-bonds all of a sudden were just absolutely the cat's meow. There was I-bonds that were pushing, I believe, nine, nine plus percent. And that was amazing. We hadn't seen I-bonds with that kind of an interest rate for an extremely long period of time. And when we look at the I-bonds from November to April of 2023, what we see is that right now the interest rate is sitting at 6.89%. Now, an I-bond we need to keep in mind is a 30-year bond, but we also need to keep in mind two things. We need to keep in mind how that I-bond is calculating its interest. And right now, the I-bond has, we'll call it a fixed base rate of 0.4, so four-tenths of a percent. And then what they do is they add the rate of inflation on top of that, and that's how we end up with 6.89% right now. So if inflation falls, we know that the interest rate for future I-bonds may indeed be lower. If inflation goes back up, that inflation may indeed be higher. Now, We have the base rate of 0.4, but then we also need to keep in mind that that I-bond is going to change every six months in the interest that it pays. And so as a result, this is the reason why we know that it's a 30-year duration, but we also know that just because we buy the I-bond today doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be getting 6.89% guaranteed for the next 30 years. Is the I-bond safe? The I-bond is safe. It is backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Take it as you may. I don't care for your conspiracy theories. I know that there's a lot of governments out here I would much rather not trust than my own government. But the reality is, is that I-bond interest rates are there. They are available for us. And if you want you know, to chunk $10,000 into an I-bond for yourself, for your spouse, for your kids, for your grandkids, you can do so. Is it the easiest thing to get a hold of an I-bond? Absolutely not. I am not a technological person, but I can tell you that the website for the U.S. Treasury, it's a little bit challenging. So you need to make certain that you go into the website, know exactly what you're going to need so that you can actually get that thing purchased for yourself. Now, what's the next thing that Mike could be using if he wanted to diversify but still be safe? Well, the next thing that we're going to be looking at is government bonds, but we're going to be looking at U.S. Treasuries. We're going to be looking specifically at two of them. We're going to be looking at the two-year Treasury. We're going to be looking at the 10-year Treasury. These are probably the most popular with investors who are investing in government Treasuries to keep a portion of their portfolio safe. 
And what we need to know is that there's been an inversion. What that means is that the two-year U.S. Treasury has a higher interest rate than that of the 10-year. And so what we see right now is that if you look into a two-year U.S. Treasury, you're looking at about 3.76%, about three and three-quarter percent in interest. What happens if you look at the 10-year Treasury? Well, if you choose to do a longer term like the 10-year, you're going to be looking at somewhere around 3.38, 3.4, somewhere in that vicinity. Now, that's interesting just from an observation standpoint, because generally speaking, the longer the time frame, the higher the return. I've taught that to you as a principle of basic investing. But this one, interestingly enough, is the opposite. And the reason that this is, I think, very intriguing and the reason why it's important for us to look at is the fact that there is all sorts of predictions historically that we have seen. There seems to be a lot of correlation that when you see the yield on a two-year exceed the yield on the 10-year, it is sometimes preceding a recession. So this is something that we have to be very, very careful of. And remember, human beings are the ones that actually create recessions because we are the ones that are either with money flowing into the system or we're taking money out of the system. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Well, it's already the first half of the radio show. Sit tight. We have a lot to come back. I want you to be just as informed as Mike. So sit tight. We will be right back after this short break. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Remember the good old days when you could earn 5% on a bank CD? What if you could earn similar rates on interest and dividends to those CD rates? It's possible, and the income specialists at the Retirement Income Source can help you. We're a network of experienced financial advisors operating independently owned firms under the umbrella of the Retirement Income Source. This makes it simple and easy for you to find a Retirement Income Specialist in your local area. Our advisors have helped hardworking Americans across the country invest and save for their retirement. Matthew Johnson is your local income specialist. He's the president of Johnson Wealth and Income Management with over 30 years experience in the financial services industry. And he's helped thousands of clients better understand the inside game of financial investing. If you're interested in learning more about Matthew Johnson, his business, and how he can help you with your retirement strategy, call 866-290-3837. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. And welcome back to the second half of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, if you're just joining us, 
Welcome to the program. Today, we're talking about safe diversification of money. And so many of you reach out to me via a voicemail. You call into the office. Maybe you go into our website, johnsonwim.com, and you leave a question for me to use on the radio show with your permission, of course. And this is something that came from Mike. Today's topic about diversification, safe diversification, came from Mike, who expressed that he and his wife were pretty unnerved with what's been going on in the banking sector. And I think, again, it bears repeating. I have absolutely no qualms with local banks. I think many of the smaller town banks that we have the blessing of being able to have in our community, they are wonderfully managed. They are very conservatively managed. Most of them are very well diversified. And that's important. We're not dealing with these big, giant niche banks that are catering only to one sector like SVB, completely and totally mismanaged, no diversification whatsoever. You kind of heard me harp on that. And they really exposed themselves to a lot of loss because they had such little diversification. But if you are like Mike and his wife and you're nervous and you're thinking about how can I diversify my money? Well, we've been discussing the fact that you can go to your local bank and you can open up differently titled accounts and you have more ways of being able to get that FDIC insurance. But there are things outside of the bank if you wish to diversify even more. And we talked about first and foremost, the I-bond that right now is pushing 6.9% in interest. Now that's going to change when it comes to the end of the first term in May. So the interest rate is 6.89 is good through April, and then it shifts because it's going to change based upon what inflation is. But then we talked about the U.S. Treasury, the two-year U.S. Treasury, the 10-year U.S. Treasury at 3.76 for the two-year, ironically enough, and seeing how that interest rate is higher than the 10-year, which is sitting at about 3.38%. And yes, there is history there is a lot of data that would suggest that when you see that two-year treasury climb above the 10-year, then that typically precedes a recession. But does that mean that it happens every single time? And the answer is absolutely not. So if you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. So what are some other diversifications that you can have besides just having your money in checking and savings? Well, I know that this one is so very basic, but we're kind of starting at the bottom of the rung of the ladder and we're kind of working our way up. And what we know is that today... We have CDs that are now producing better rates of interest, and it's been really a decade plus since we have seen interest rates in CDs that are pushing the interest rates that we see today. And here's the thing. You may be thinking, yeah, but see, I want to get away from my bank. Okay, well, realize that you live in a world today in which you can do online banking, and there is so many different banking institutions online that are good quality banks that are allowing you to buy CDs online. If you're working with a fiduciary like myself, we always end up looking at CD rates for clients based upon what's called the secondary market. And these are CDs that are coming from the big banks like Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan and Chase 
Morgan Stanley. And so if you want to have money insured and you're serious about having that insurance, but you want a slightly better rate of interest than what you may be making in your checking or savings, then by all means, you can use CDs. Next is going to be something that I've talked about extensively in the past and especially in the last three to four months, and that is fixed interest annuities. Now, you've completely left the banking sector. Now you're into the insurance sector. And what we need to realize is that there are some major advantages here that you don't get with government bonds, U.S. treasuries, or even bank CDs when you're thinking about a fixed interest annuity. And what are those benefits? Well, number one, it's a totally different set of insurance. Now you're dealing with an insurance company whose responsibility is to contractually insure your money against loss, and it keeps your money safe. Now, in the state of Iowa, every single annuity is giving you the same protections as the FDIC. So you have insurance or what is called the Guaranteed Reserve Fund here in the state of Iowa. And what this really means is this. If I put, say, $100,000 with company XYZ, and all of a sudden there is some financial crisis that occurs, there's financial difficulty that occurs to the company, and let's say that that company went into conservatorship, the insurance commissioner basically had to take over the insurance company and make certain that they still stayed afloat or they had to make other major decisions for that insurance company. The reality is, is that the Iowa Guaranteed Reserve Fund is there to back our deposits. And so we have the ability of being able to put money into something called a fixed interest annuity. And the beauty is, is that generally you're going to get better rates of interest than you will in other places. What do I mean by that? Well, right now, interest rates have come off just a little bit from their highs. It wasn't so long ago that I was suggesting that there's good quality insurance companies out there that are pushing five and a half percent for interest rates on these types of annuities. Today, I've seen that interest rate come back just a little bit. So now you're still able to get 4.5 to 5%, maybe 5 plus if you're really, really diligent to look for companies that have that kind of rate of interest. And those are guaranteed to you for approximately three years, five years, seven years, as many as 10 years if you want them to be. Now, what's the advantage of that? Well, my serious consideration for so many people in CDs right now is I'm happy for you if you got a good paying CD that you just put money into and now it's locked in and it's paying, you will say, 4.5% for the next 13 months. But remember that the interest rates that the Federal Reserve have increased are not going to stay elevated forever. They're going to come back down once they find out that inflation is behaving itself, then they're going to start lowering those interest rates to get the economy going again. And so my fear is that 13 months from now, when your CD renews, you're not going to be getting that 4.5%. You're going to be getting probably closer to about 2%. And that's going to be a bummer because it's kind of like a one-night stand. It's not going to have any duration to it. So when you have a fixed interest annuity, now you've got a contractual obligation from the insurance company to you that says, listen, we're going to give you this, we'll call it four and a half, this 5% rate of interest. We're going to compound that interest, and we'll talk about that in a moment, and we're going to give it to you for a much longer period of time. Because consider this, think about how long you want your money working for you. Do you want your money only working for you for just a year? A year and a half? No, heavens no. You want your money working for you for the rest of your life, no matter if you're working or you're retired. 
So to be able to take a small bit of money, even a large bit of money, and put it into something that's fixed, that's going to compound your interest, that's a great thing. So how does it compound the interest? Well, this is the cool part. Unlike a U.S. Treasury, government bond, even a CD, a fixed interest annuity is tax deferred. And what that means is that your principal earns you a contractual interest rate. And the next year, that interest plus the principal earns you even more interest. And so your money compounds faster within this annuity. And guess what? There is zero expenses. There is no cost. Why? Because the insurance company is making money on your money, just like the bank is making money on your money as well. Now, I want you to think about that. And this is of particular importance if you are retired or you're in a position where maybe you're still working, but you don't have enough income. How would you like to have zero cost for investing your money and more income? How would you like that? Well, that's a pretty cool deal. Well, you see, fixed interest annuities allow you the opportunity of being able to draw interest every single year off from that annuity. So what does that mean? It means that you can deposit money, you can know that it's safe, you can know that it's insured, and 30 days later, you can start drawing interest off from that annuity. And think about how powerful that is. How would you like to have another $5,000 in your pocket every single year, knowing that your principal was safe, but it's making you a better rate of interest? And let me take it one step further. Do you have Roth money? Roth money is beautiful money to produce income. Why? Because it's totally tax-free. That's right. So if you have Roth money that's been sitting in the stock market, and you were nervous and you've pulled it out of the stock market, maybe it's sitting in cash, it's probably not making anything. Realizing that you can move that into a fixed interest-bearing type account that has zero cost and allows you the opportunity of now getting $5,000, we'll say, of income that's totally tax-free, man, now you're cooking with gas. That's the best kind of income that a guy or gal could get. And so this is the reason why we want to look at exploring other opportunities for our money. We want to diversify. Diversification, as you know, equals less risk. You're spreading the risk, and as long as your tools are collaborating, as long as where you have your money is working in unison together for your one common outcome, which is income in retirement, let's get that straight. It's income. That's your outcome. Then if this tool fits those categories, go for it. What's another way that Mike and his wife could diversify? Now, this one's another rung up, and this one, unfortunately, is not insured by a bank, by an insurance company, or by the government. But you've heard me talk about them a lot, and I cannot emphasize enough what a good deal they are right now, and that is individual bonds. When you think about an individual bond, I want you to think of it in this respect. If I borrowed $1,000 from you, and you gave that money to me, you would require two things of me. You would require me, number one, to pay you interest, and number two, to eventually pay you back. Well, abracadabra, that's a bond. You're borrowing money basically to a corporation. The corporation is paying you interest for the use of your money. And at the end of the term, when the bond matures, guess what? Your money is returned back to you, presuming that the corporation doesn't default. And the reality is, they don't have to be long-term. I know brokers and financial advisors try to scare their clients into thinking, oh, you've got to keep this bond for 30 years. You don't. Just don't be a dumb cluck. 
buy the bonds that are shorter maturity so that they're maturing in two years, three years, four years, five years, so on and so forth, so that you have a diversification of maturities and you always have money coming back to you. You always have the interest being paid to you. This is how we create diversification and more income for ourselves. So I hope that that was helpful to you, Mike, and to your wife. I hope it's a viable set of tools for you as my listener. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. I try to, from time to time, pick out a question and throw it into a radio show if I think that it fits with the discussion and the topic of the day. But certainly, if you send us a question and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you and I can help give you a little bit of guidance, I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. Believe it or not, we are human beings and we do look at our email. It is something that is a part of our daily life. And remember, it is up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.